Thanks for joining us for today's edition of Lessons for Living. His word so fresh in our hearts abound. His word made flesh in the here and now. A new life is beginning. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. What we saw in San Bernardino, we like to call it political. It is. But the bottom line is spiritual. It's about the lives of people, the lives of people. So Jesus explains this very clearly to us. Now, verse 23 is our whole sermon. Look at verse 23. Whoever is not with me is against me. And whoever does not gather with me scatters. What Jesus is saying is, if you're not following Jesus, you're not following Jesus. We hear about awful things that happen in our world, and many times we hear pundits speculate on motives and causes. Pastor Mark will be teaching from the book of Luke, relating the story of Jesus delivering a man from a demon who had made the man mute. Jesus' analysis of the situation will be very different than the one you might hear on the news, as is his solution. As Pastor Mark will be sharing, Jesus' brutal honesty is a template for how we believers should view events that happen in our lives these days. Being honest about what's going on is best for us. Remember, there's quite a few ways to receive a copy of Pastor Mark's teaching. We'll be sharing all that information with you at the close of this broadcast. Now, here's Pastor Mark with part two of his message, No Fence Sitting, Make a Decision. If Satan was using his own power to drive people out of his own kingdom, that would mean that the kingdom of Satan would simply be in civil war. So what Jesus is saying is, if that was true, you wouldn't see Satan's kingdom. It would fall. Well, it hasn't fallen. Then Jesus says this in verse 19. Look, now if I drive out demons by Satan... By whom do your followers drive them out? So then they will be your judges. Watch me. There were Jewish religious people that claimed to drive out demons. We don't know whether it ever really happened or not. And what Jesus is saying to these people, if these Jewish leaders of yours, are they getting, like you claim to me, are are these Jewish religious leaders casting out demons By Satan or God's power? Does this mean that they're allied with Satan like you claim I am? And Jesus asked that because he knew those Jewish people would never say, well, of course our Jewish religious leaders are filled with Satan. They would never agree with that. But watch what he says. So since your logic is flawed, let me tell you what the real truth is. Look at verse 20. But I drive out demons, here's what he's saying, by the finger of of God. What Jesus is saying is this. Your exorcists, if you talk to them, they would say, 
Well, of course not. We're not filled with Satan. Only God can cast out demons. Thus, this means I am casting out demons with God's power by his finger, not by Satan's power. Now, understand what Jesus is trying to say here. These people were confused. And so he's saying to them, okay, let's talk about the real world. This demon came out either because I'm filled with Satan or because I'm filled with God. So what do you think? Well, I don't think of anything. I'm just neutral. Oh, there's no neutral. How did the demon come out? Did the demon come out by the power of Satan? Did it come out by the power of God? Yes. That's what he's saying. Your crazy logic is flawed. And what he's saying is this. Only God. Only God. Period. Only God has the power to cast out demons. Do you believe that this morning? Hopefully. Some of you say, well, I'm not really sure. I don't know this demon stuff. What are you talking about here? Well, let me show you the principle. Jesus was going to prove to them. Turn in your Bibles. Keep your finger right there. Same, same book, Luke. Turn back to Luke chapter 4. Luke chapter 4. Same book. Watch what Jesus does. He's going to say to them, it can't be both. It has to be one or the other. There's no fence sitting here. Either I cast that demon out by the power of Satan. I was filled with Satan. Or I cast that demon out with the power of God. Which is it? So we know how to answer this because we go back. Now look at Luke 4. Jesus, verse 1. Jesus, full of Satan. Your Bible says something different? What's he say? Full of what? Full of the Holy Spirit. And who's the Holy Spirit? God. Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from Jordan and was led by the Spirit in the desert. You see, Jesus, when he came to this earth, he came as a man. And when he came as a man, he had to be filled with God's power. So he was baptized in water to give a representation to you and me. This is the thing you need to do. Then the Holy Spirit came upon him. That's where he was filled with the Holy Spirit. That word means controlled by the Holy Spirit. It means coming under the influence of the Holy Spirit. And then he was led by the Spirit. And now we see him ministering by the Spirit. That's exactly what you and I are doing. We need to be filled. We need to be led, and we need to minister by the power of the Spirit. So what Jesus is proving is he is not filled with Satan. He's filled with God. And those people that said he was filled with Satan are 100% wrong. It can't be in the middle. You have to make a choice. Either he is filled with God or he's filled with Satan. Go down to verse 18. These same Jewish people... In the Old Testament from the book of Isaiah, knew that there was a prophecy about the coming Messiah, what he would do. Watch this. Now, when we get to the end of this, I want you to clear your throat because I'm looking for a big amen. So kind of just get yourself ready because we're going to get to an amen here. Now, look at verse 18. One day, Jesus was in a synagogue. He was a guest speaker and he opened the scroll and he began to read this Old Testament prophecy. The spirit of the Lord, look at verse 18, is on me. What spirit? The spirit of the Lord. 
because he's anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners, recovery of sight for the blind, to release the oppressed, which he just did by casting the demon out, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Then he rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant and sat down. In the eyes of everyone in the synagogue, they knew this passage, were fastened on him. And he began his sermon by saying to them, get ready now, today, this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. Amen. What was, why did I ask you to say amen? What was he saying? I am the Messiah. And I've come to set you free. Wow. So here's what you want to write. This is Jesus' answer. Jesus was empowered by the Holy Spirit. Of course, not by Satan. Now, scoot back to verse 20, chapter 11, verse 20, just where we were. Now, watch what happens. He says, but if I drive out demons by the finger of God, then the new words kingdom of God has come upon you. God casting out demons on earth is proof that God's kingdom, a kingdom is where a king rules, was among them. Jesus was saying that, I am the representative of God's kingdom. You have just watched me, the kingdom of God, in action. I just cast out a person. They're free now. That kingdom of God is in action. And you've watched it happen right in front of you. Not the kingdom of Satan, the kingdom of God. Now, here's some truths that you guys know, but sometimes you don't understand Really, some people do, some people don't. So let me tell you, in our world, we have all kinds of government, all kinds of presidents and kings and all kinds of things all over the world. And in the spiritual world, it's very simple. There's two kingdoms, just two kingdoms, that's it. Well, Pastor Mark, I'm not like into two kingdoms. I'm just middle of the road. No, sorry. You're in one or the other. So there's the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is where God is the ruler. And the kingdom of Satan is where Satan is a ruler. Now, here's the bad news before we get to the good news. When you were born, every single person from Adam and Eve on, when Adam and Eve sinned, the DNA of man was polluted. You came from Adam and Eve's DNA. I was born a sinner, separated from God. That's my nature. I have a sin nature. So were you. You say, well, Pastor Mark, that's not fair. I wasn't Adam and Eve. I didn't sin. No, you didn't sin, but you sin now. Not just by nature. You sin by practice. We all sin by practice. We don't obey the things of God. And so I am a sinner. And here's it. There's only two spiritual kingdoms in this world. And every person belongs to one. Pastor Mark, I really don't want to belong to one. Sorry. (laughs) There's no fence. And here's what most people don't understand. Most people that are in the kingdom of Satan would say this. Pastor Mark, you said a kingdom is where the king rules. You mean that if I'm not a Christian, Satan rules me? No way he rules me. I'm my own man, baby. I rule my own life. No, you're totally deceived. Every sinner is under the bondage of Satan. See, he's a great deceiver. And you think you're winning. 
No, he's deceived you. You're under his control. Now, we watched something this week that every mother, when you watched the news this week, could not believe it. A young mother hands her young child to grandma, knowing she would never see that young child again. You can't believe it, can we? It's against human nature. Whose control was she under? Not Allah, Satan. Pastor Mark, that's political. It is not political. It is spiritual. See, our whole government, our whole president, all the presidents, basically everybody in Congress, you won't hear spiritual. You're going to hear political. Terrorists. And half the time, if you watch this early, watch what our government does. CNN won't say what. It's a terrorist. Well, there's just another homemade kind of a thing. Pretty soon they have to say what? When the FBI says it is, what are you going to say? You're going to have to say it. I'm not into politics, so don't write me about crud about politics. Unless a person's godly, forget the rest of the politics stuff. And by the way, there is a day coming when the politics is going to be right. His name is Jesus Christ, and he's going to change this world. Until then, we have to live in this world. Democrat, Republican, who cares? I'm for Jesus. Forget the rest of the stuff. Now, we vote. We do all this stuff. But you have to understand how our world is skewed. And you're going to hear an answer from from a man. We hear it from all over in France. We're going to add more planes. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. What is that going to do to ISIS? The only one that's going to destroy ISIS eventually is Jesus Christ. So understand, it is not political. What you saw with that family isn't political. It's satanic. Satan has come to steal, kill, and destroy. You just saw it this morning. Did you already see? In London, a guy came and stabbed three people in London this morning. And he said to them, this is for Syria. That's not political. It's satanic. And it shouldn't surprise you because every day it's here. By the way, joy to the world. Jesus Christ has come. We have the good news. Quit playing around. Quit playing around. Get in the kingdom of God this morning. That's where there's peace and joy in spite of all of this stuff. So when we see Jesus facing this, it's hard. I mean, he did a good thing and it was called a bad thing. See, you're here. How are you going to, you're born, let's call this over here, the kingdom of Satan. You're born there. How in the world are you going to get over here to the kingdom of God? Repent, believe, and follow Jesus. That's what salvation is. That's why we're here. That's why the cross. So to change kingdoms, you have to have your heart changed. Now, what is this battle at? This battle is for the eternal destiny of every person. Watch this very closely. I'm born in the kingdom of Satan. Here I am. Now, if I don't change kingdoms, and how many other, change, how many other kingdoms can I change to? Just one. And what is that kingdom? It's the kingdom of God, where God rules. If I don't do that and I die, where will I spend eternity? Where Satan spends eternity, because I'm in his kingdom. Where is that? Hell, separated from God forever. Well, Pastor Mark, I don't want to do that. Then change kingdoms. God won't force you to do that, but he gives you the information how to do that. And that's what I'm talking about this morning. That's exactly what Jesus is talking about. Now, understand, he's going to give us this practical illustration. It's a parable to illustrate truth. 
in the story, the strong man is Satan. The guards in this house are demons. And the house is our world. And the possessions that you see in this house are people who are in bondage. So watch what he says. Look at verse 21. When a strong man fully armed, strong man Satan, guards his own house, his possessions are saved. When Satan is ruling, those that are in the kingdom of Satan are under his influence. They're there. But when someone stronger attacks this house, this world, this person, and overpowers him. Now, who in the world could be stronger than Satan to overpower him? Jesus, God. But when someone stronger attacks and overpowers him, Jesus, Jesus takes away the armor, the demon, just what you saw at the beginning of the story. The demon had to come out of the man and the man could speak. He takes away the armor in which the man trusted and he divides up his plunder. So who could disarm and divide up the palm? Who could free the people? The answer is simply Jesus. And we saw that. So Jesus is saying to them, you claimed I was under the power of Satan. No, 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 no. I was in the power of God. The only one that could have freed that person is not from Satan's power, is God. God is always greater than Satan. By the way, that's a verse in the Bible. Greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. Now, what is one of the reasons Jesus came to die on the cross? You need to see this. This is so powerful. <clears throat> Clear your throat because there's going to be an amen at this one too. Okay, here we go. First John 3. He who does what is sinful is of the devil because the devil has been sinning from the beginning in heaven. That's why he divided heaven. Here we go. The reason the son of God appeared was to destroy, <clears throat> get your throat ready, was to destroy the devil's work. Can I hear an amen? amen? When Jesus died on the cross, he destroyed the power of Satan. And you can choose freedom today. That's what happened on the cross. You say, Pastor Mark, why do you get excited? Because it's your soul I'm excited for this morning. No government can free a person. No politics can free a person. No psychology can free a person. Only Jesus Christ said, he who believes in the Son is free indeed. Well, Pastor Mark, I'm not bound by Satan. Yes, you are. Satan, if he rules you, it's called bondage. John 8 says, everyone that sins is under the bondage of Satan. Well, I didn't know that. Of course not. That's because he's deceptive. You see, we don't like to call this spiritual. What we saw in San Bernardino, we like to call it political. It is, but the bottom line is spiritual. It's about the lives of people, the lives of people. So Jesus explains this very clearly to us. Now, verse 23 is our whole sermon. Look at verse 23. Whoever is not with me is against me. And whoever does not gather with me scatters. What Jesus is saying is, if you're not following Jesus, you're not following Jesus. You see, what is Jesus saying there? There's no neutral ground. Pastor Mike, I'm not into choosing God or Satan. Sorry. If you haven't chosen God, you don't need to choose Satan. Because you're already in his kingdom. Every one of us, before we came to Christ, were in the kingdom of Satan. 
I had to choose to make a difference. So Jesus says, simply, if you're not for me, you're against me. There's no neutral ground. You see, when we start asking people, have you decided anything about Jesus? Well, yeah, Jesus is a good man and He's a great philosopher. We'll hear this from our politicians. We'll hear this from people all over the world. Oh, he was a great guy. He was really good. He's a good philosopher. He's actually a great teacher. Well, then the next question you should ask is this. Have you decided to follow him? No, I'm really decided to follow him, become a Christian. I really don't need that. I'm kind of just a neutral person. No, there is no neutrality. You see, what Jesus is saying is this. Can you sit on the fence when you look at your spiritual outcome? Your eternity? No, you can't sit on the fence. You're either for me or you're against me. But a lot of people say this. Well, I'm for you. I'm a religious person. We'll get to that in a moment. No, religion doesn't do it. It's a relationship with God. So Jesus says, uh, excuse me, there is no fence sitting. There is no fence sitting. You must choose. You must choose. God gives you the ability to choose. Now, when you see that happening... A lot of people in our world today say this. Well, Pastor Mark, I don't want to offend other people. I don't want to offend other people. Whatever they, All roads lead to God. So I don't want to offend them. I understand not offending people. I don't want to offend people either. But I'm sorry. I must tell you the truth. Jesus said he is the way, the truth, and the life. If that offends you, then you take it up with Jesus, not with me. Because he can't be one of the truths. All roads do not lead to God. One road leads to God. His name is Jesus. Well, I don't agree with that. It doesn't matter whether you agree or not. Well, I don't want to offend people. Sometimes the truth is offensive. Get on the scale. Let's move on. (laughs) Calorie Chapel. Okay. A lot of people after they read that verse, here's what they'll say. Well, I'm for Jesus. What do you mean by that? Well, I, I believe he's the son of God. I even believe, Pastor Mark, I'm here in church. What's your problem? I even believe he went to the cross. That's great. Well, have you confessed your sins? And are you following him today? What? No, I believe, believing in Jesus. Satan believes in Jesus. He's not on the kingdom of God. He's still in his own kingdom. You see, that's where the problem comes. You have to confess your sins and let God come in and rule your life. John wrote us this amazing principle. Watch how this works. You'll love this. First John 5, 11 through 13. And this is a testimony. God has given us what kind of life? Eternal life. By the way, you're going to live somewhere forever. How many zeros is that? I have no idea. It won't make any sense to you either. God has given us eternal life. And this life is in religion. Being a good person, doing rules and regulations. No, this life is in what? His, his son. He who has the son, not who, who believes in the son, who has a personal relationship. He who has a personal relationship with the son has life. Now, look at no, no sitting on the fence. He who does not have the son of God does not have life. Jesus made it clear that despite all of the opinions about what went on in this world, that there were only two sides. More critically, those that weren't on his side were on the wrong side. 
Pastor Mark shared this uncomfortable truth, we need to be aware that we're going to be held accountable for our own decision in regards to this matter. Maybe you're listening right now and God has placed a certain person on your heart that needs to hear this message. Or maybe you'd like to share it with all of your friends. There's a simple way to share this message. Log on to Lessons for Living Radio and click on the radio program option in the main menu. There, you'll find the Lessons for Living media player. In the Messages tab, simply click on Today's Date. Then you can share today's message directly on your Facebook page, Twitter feed, or send a link via email. You can even embed today's message directly. Again, to share today's message with friends and family members, log on to LessonsForLivingRadio.com. Click on the radio program button, then simply click on today's date. You'll find all the options to share. The next message will find us wrapping up this particular message. Pastor Mark will finish this instance of Jesus confronting the religious hypocrites and those skeptical of his ministry. He will be telling us further about the two kingdoms and challenging us to examine our lives to determine which kingdom we really reside in and encouraging us to enter the living kingdom. Well, that's all the time we have for today's broadcast. From all of the production team here at Lessons for Living, we want to say thank you for tuning in and may God bless you. And together, let's do life right. in a hurting world a new hope he is giving